What is up, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. We do this every Monday, 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. My name is Chana. With me, as always, is Joe. With me, sometimes. Whatever, man. Wow. (laughs) We have Elon. Michael's back from his uh, coronavirus tour. I mean, uh, home theater tours. <laughs> bad. You're bad. Uh, you're horrible. horrible. <laughs> okay. That's pretty funny. Uh, sorry. Sorry. But yes, uh, our special guest today, Elon Osborne. If you guys haven't checked out his YouTube channel, check it out. He's got some great videos. And um, yeah, what's up? What's up, everybody? Yeah. Great, man. Still oh. great. That's a good DJ voice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I do a lot of weddings. I hosted the karaoke here for like five years, so I'm very... Oh, you know, nice. Yeah. He's got that. Oh, yeah. I know. He's, he's got that deep oh, voice. Oh, oh, yeah. Hey, I like your videos, Elon. That's why we invited you because, you know, some of your videos have been popping up. And I'm like, hey, you know, I think I saw one from a long time ago. It's kind of weird how it works, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this guy's good. You know, you kind of take your time with it. And, and you can tell you spend a lot of time on your videos, which I, you know, I can tell. As somebody who makes videos, I'm like, Oh, uh, he, you mentioned something and then you take the extra effort to like act something out to make it a little bit funny. I'm like, oh, you didn't yeah. have to do that. That's extra work. So, yeah, 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 it's true. It is a lot of extra work. Yeah, just for a little thing, right? Like a few seconds, you're like, okay, I got to download this clip. I got to import this uh, sound effect, whatever. So, I appreciate it. Um, but Thank yeah, you. man, I like how you kind of keep this kind of like a natural pace. That's something I can learn from because I'm just like trying to make everything fast. Like I have so yeah. much information I want to throw in there mm-hmm. and you're just like, all right, this is what I'm going to talk about. And then you stick to it and that's it. So I think you're natural. Thanks, man. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's, I, I try and uh, do more fluff than content because then people <laughs> might want to watch and might not, you know, they might gloss over the fact that I might be talking out of my butt or something. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, I remember, I remember trying to um, add all that stuff that you were trying to do or you're doing in your videos. And man, it just took so long. I like quit halfway through my video. I was like, <laughs> okay, that's it. Yeah. That's it. I like, I'm like, this is taking way too long. I think it was the um, the video I did for the um, those little eleven speaker OSD black yes. things. And I did, I did a whole lot, all these sound effects, <laughs> you know, the zooming in and out and words on the screen and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I'm like, man, this is, this is making me tired. Yeah. So, <laughs> I know. Unfortunately, so good job, man. it doesn't translate like the amount of effort I put into a video does not translate to how many views I get. So, oh yeah. I sure. wish it would work out that yeah. way, but it just doesn't. Yeah. The yep. strange thing is it seems like the ones that you spend the most time on and try to do the most with it, it's like. Really, you guys don't appreciate it just near as much as I did and the work I put into it. Right. Or maybe it's those ones that need the most help. So we're spending the most time with them. Like, I I know this this needs help. So I'm going to make all these effects. Yeah. I don't know. Just a a theory. Ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) That's what Tristan's saying. But hey, you know, it's all good. And then I, and then, you know, I like the, uh, the Costco deals videos that you put out. Trying to get yeah. people to, um, you know, upgrade their audio for for not not a whole lot of money, which is Portable. which is yeah. great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's honestly what got my start. Really, 
just because people totally latched onto that. Which sure. I didn't know that that was going to happen, but sure. once it did, I was like, all right, I'll, do more of it. I'll ride this wave as long as I can. Yeah. yeah. Now I see you also like make music. I saw on your page, you have like a book, like you, well, you're doing all kinds of stuff, huh? Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm a, I'm an artist. I, I, huh. I've been doing a lot of just art over the years, but uh, I mean, I grew up in a musical family for sure. My dad was a well sought after tenor in our church choir. Mm -hmm. And my mom even was the church choir director for off and on many years. So I, I grew up, you know, singing in the church choir and oh, nice. learning about music that way. Let me put you guys together over here then. Yeah. You and Michael. <laughs> <So> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sing Mike, we got to sing some Christmas carols. Let's bust it out. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, so it's, it was awesome. it was pretty cool. Like just yeah. just a, a growing up in a family like that, and that. Yeah. But simultaneously, I always had a love for for film and just audio in general. I, I'm such an audio nut. I, I mean, I I have I forget what it's called. It's some sort of phobia of loud noises, um, just because my ears are pretty sensitive. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't say they're the most sensitive, like. Right. Of all time. You wouldn't say they're like 100 dB sensitive, maybe like 85. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. audio. Humor. But like, yeah, really humor. Up, like, is, like, is that a thing though? Is that like a uh, like a, a real thing? Like, he says yeah. that there's a name yeah, for it. Yeah, right? it um, really? Synesthesia? I want no. Oh, okay. I, no, no, that's, no, no, that's something. That's different. when you can like hear colors like, and stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's not what it is. You can hear but, colors. Yeah, like phobia. Like, well, like, like if I, um, like growing up when a fire truck would come by or if yeah. I knew a fire truck was coming, mm -hmm. it would just cause me to go into this panic. Oh, and, I think uh, my, I think one of my kids kind of like that. She's like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So those like, are, those aren't even headphones. Those are like earmuffs, right? Earmuffs. Right. <laughs> <you got on>. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Power tools, that kind of thing. Just any uh -huh. kind of loud noise would just mm. bug me to no end. Interesting. Mm. So how so does that... that how does that, that correlate with your love of audio? Like just having sensitive ears like that, mm. like just I would always pick up on sound effects around me mm. or even sound effects in movies that I watched, music in movies that I watched. I was the kid who really loved soundtracks growing up. Gotcha. Because um, none of my friends, oops, none of my friends did. I, I would like try and explain to them how cool this soundtrack is. And they're like, right. Cool. I don't care. <laughs> so, so misophonia, does that sound right? Something or, or, like that. Yeah. Or, it's definitely phobia. Misophonia. Yeah. Hmm. Right. Something like that. So yeah, it's uh, to this to this day, I like if if a fire truck, if I if it's like summertime or something mm -hmm. or or springtime and I have the windows <clears> down <throat> in my car and there's a fire truck coming. I'll roll those windows up and I'm like, mm. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't like that, uh, that demo then that tractor demo. Cause that gets like, uh, yeah. Like reference level stuff. Yeah. I, much for you. It, it's hard for me to, to handle that kind of stuff. So mm. I kind of got to do my own thing <laughs> when it comes to that. That's interesting. Very yeah. interesting. Uh, Juan says that Aaron looks like, um, MTV VJs headbangers ball back in the eighties. Was that Ricky? <laughs> was that Ricky, Ricky Brackman or something like that? Ricky Rat, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so somebody's so, uh, saying my video is going in and out, and uh, yeah, I noticed that. I have this new dock connected, so yeah, it is what it is. Sorry, I'll fix it seems later. Seems okay on here. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a good oh, one. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so, Elon, what? Uh, I know we uh, usually ask our guests this. So, what kind of system do you have in your home? What's your home theater? Let us know. I have a well. Thanks to Chana, I have a, a Marantz SR seventy fifteen. He hooked me up with that. So, thanks for that. Yeah. No worries. Um, and then I've got some ELAC debut in-wall speakers in the walls and the ceiling. Nice. Um, and and then I've right now I still I'm still rocking the two Bravas 12D uh, subwoofers from Agurian Audio. Uh-huh. Hmm. Uh So yeah, 5.2.4 because uh, just the way that my living room is laid out. I've got these gigantic windows on one side, so I can't really have side. I can't have surrounds mm-hmm. or surround backs because I've got an open, open concept. There's a kitchen right. behind me. So, so I've got to just make do with 5.2.4 because obviously I would love to have 7.2.4, but mm-hmm. it is what it is. I just got to make do. Nice. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I like it. Um, but we actually just sold our house, like just over the weekend. Oh, oh wow! Congratulations! Nice. Yeah, thanks. So we are in the process of building a house because we have uh, twenty acres outside of town. Dang! And uh, like this is the first time we've ever had to deal with this before. Yeah. So we're we're really excited, okay. but uh, it's it's kind of going in a direction where we're probably going to have to live in my brother in law's house. Uh, for probably like I don't know five six months maybe, yeah. uh, but at least we have a place to yeah, stay. Sure. That's so, awesome. That's a big one. In your new place, are you going to have like a dedicated spot for it, or is it going to be in your living room setup? Just living room at first, but since we have twenty acres, I'm going to hopefully gonna build some build. twenty acres. Yeah, like wow, <laughs> I, yeah, I have enough room to have my own oh, yeah. home theater. It's probably going to be like a home theater slash gym slash. Mm-hmm second living yeah, quarters for that'd be awesome or something or uh, yeah so, yeah you can do a game room or something or yeah like exactly. a whole entertainment thing yeah yeah let me say let me try to get this camera that's cool because i know so, um are you in california yeah northern california gotcha now do y'all i don't know i don't think y'all have basements there right no we don't so i just came back and like everybody in kansas city has basements man it's right, crazy right. man because that's like that's the ideal home theater setup man because you yeah. can do just anything you want close it in shape it out but man we can't do basements here because it'd be like an aquarium you know right <laughs> yeah no basements in florida no no yeah no yep, yeah, yep. swimming with the alligators so who, whose house was that when you were setting up the uh you're doing a comparison so that's one of the videos i saw recently where you're comparing mm-hmm. like up firing speakers right? you know on wall on ceiling was that your place that was my brother-in-law's place oh all right is that why you're setting them up you're like oh if i'm gonna have to move here i'm better it was a, <laughs> it was kind of up. a test to see what i could do there and how large of a space it is and yeah you know kind nice. of mapping that out but so, uh, but yeah that's interesting because i've done a similar experience experiment before mm-hmm. you know yeah because that's a lot of work right and so it's always good yes. that somebody does it because it's like who mm-hmm. wants to try like drill different holes and like it's it's a work it's work to do. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what was your sure. uh, finding? Um, that uh, that honestly that I, I like on wall better than I thought I would. 
Because mm. for the longest time, I was just so gung ho about Dolby Atmos and their specifications and needing to have everything on the ceiling, or at least ideally on the ceiling, right? Or having in ceiling speakers ultimately. Mm. So I was all about that, right? When I first started getting into home theater, but uh, but yeah, after that, I'm like, on wall sounds really cool. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it's easier to mount and and just. Hide Set the wire. It it's easier to hide wires too, right? That's yeah. What I found. Yeah, exactly. So I'm I I would like in my future dedicated home theater to have uh you know a hybrid Dolby Atmos DTS RO3D setup. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, I had voice of God and everything. Yeah, I had on ceiling before until Chana he started showing me some different stuff. I'm like, oh man, how is this guy correct? <laughs> I'd say yeah, like, yeah, I, no, I, right. I, I like, like I, I couldn't I couldn't actually articulate. I'm like, dude, it just sounds better. Trust me. Trust me <laughs> it, it, it sounds, sounds better. Good. And now he's like, dude, this is great. I hear this, this. I'm like, yes, that's it. That's it. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> uh, is that why you asked me to check it out? So I could explain it. And I, I <laughs> yeah, am so I am crazy. Exactly. I spent the weekend. So as you guys know, I've been going back and forth with Gene a little bit. And um, you know, about oro upmixing versus, you know. Dolby surround up mixing, just kind of friendly, right? Because truth is, if you guys don't know, like Gene and I message each other directly. You know what I mean? Like he sends me the video before he said, so we kind of play it up. But anyway, Michael's like, isn't this getting a little old? I was like, uh, I, don't know, I guess. Uh, I just want to say that it's more for me. Like I'm, I'm the crazy guy that I want to know for myself. Mm -hmm. So I want to do the testing. Mm -hmm. If somebody else wants to kind of join my discovery process or yeah. they're trying to figure out why they like what they like, then that's cool. We're kind of like figuring stuff out together. I think that that's, it's more like that. Oh, there goes my, it's more like that rather than, um, oh, I'm battling this guy. It's not that, you know what I mean? I, Chana's like, you know, just do you. And I think that that's really what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing me, you know, I know what I prefer, but I'm like, why do I like that? Mm -hmm. Is there a particular reason? I'm not, I'm not satisfied with just saying, okay, I like it better because, because I have to explain to others why I think they should maybe try it. And it's not, you know, I, I like it better. It's not a good enough reason. Yeah. You know, so that's what I spent most of my time doing. And um, yeah, I, I have, I have a bunch of notes about what I found. I did some pretty crazy testing. Oh, pretty. Crazy. Yeah. So here's, yeah. Here's a setup in the garage, isn't it? Yeah. I have a dedicated, like, like I don't park in the garage. So I'm like, Oh, this, this can be my uh, home theater. Right. So, um, if you guys are interested, I promised folks that I would do some testing. I promised, I told Gene I would do some testing too, to try to figure out like, you know, what I could find. Like, I, I'm trying to stay as objective as possible and not be like, I just like, it. you know, it's a bad because of this. No, no, just straight up, like, just testing, right? Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I put my Denon back in and... And you know, I was thinking about it, Joe. You're like, "Whoa, you ran, you ran a Odyssey and all this again." I was like, "Ah, eh, I didn't, but it's all the same." And then I had to like reposition the Martin Logans again to yeah. so get yeah. that proper center. So I'm like, "Ah, crap! I run damn Odyssey again." So I did that, and actually, and I, I know Shane said, uh, "Shane in his video, he's like, mm -hmm. uh, there's no Oro native Oro 3D movies." They're like, "Do you know of any?" And then there was the cricket sound. Yeah, well, here's a bunch. Yeah. <laughs> straight in from from europe so i tossed in a few of these and man like all right so i'm, I'm gonna crazy, say some anyway. stuff that's pretty controversial though 
that that even maybe you might not agree with, Jana. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Let's yeah. hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. So, all right. So here's you could start the the video right here, uh, Tim. I know he, he chops these up. So here's the question is, oh. I did a comparison between Oro 3D Upmixer, so Oromatic, Dolby Surround Upmixer, and Neural X, DTS Neural X. And so the question is, you know, I think people want to know, which one is better, right? Which one's better? And then the question after that is like, what, what do you consider better, right? Like what determines what is better? And so to me, I looked at a few things. Like first, it, which one was the most accurate to the source? Right, which one changed the, the tonality and all that the least? Uh, next is, which one is the most accurate when it comes to psychoacoustic principles? Right? So a lot of times we don't know what, what accurate is because there's, you know, there's no reference. <clears throat> so which one makes the most sense logically? Right? And then third is, what do you like? Right? So you, you, know, you can't really argue with what somebody likes. If they can, everything could be wrong and they can still like it, and that's what it is. Press that button, right? Use whatever you like. So... Um, First, Oro. So, um, first thing I want to know, uh, I'll let you guys know, is I heard in their conversation, Gene and um, Shane, they were talking about the Storm audio processor and their Trinov, and they're saying how they can they could adjust stuff with Oro. And I just wanted to make it clear that you can uh, you can do that on pretty much anything with Oromatic. So even on a Denon X forty five hundred H forty seven hundred H, you do have those options to change it from uh, different modes and levels, right? Um, the other thing is with Oro, want to make it clear that the recommendation is for that 30 degree angle above, right? For the for the speakers. Uh, one thing that Gene said was uh, that it sounded to him. He did a test where he he upmixed some content, uh, stereo content, and he turned off all like his left, center, and right, and he wanted to see like what sounds, like what what were the differences in, in sounds, and he said that. It sounded, uh, Oro sounded kind of like stereo, uh, what is it, what do you call it? All-channel all channel stereo. stereo. <coughs> All-channel stereo. Sorry. And so, so I did some testing, and I would say yeah, that yeah. Um, yes and no, but mostly no, right? Yes and no, mostly no. Um, and the difference is that it doesn't play all the sounds at the same level. So that's, you know, that's a big difference, right? Yeah. And all the sound is not coming... Like, let's say if it expands the left speaker to the left surround and the left rear, it's not playing all those at the same level and it's not playing them at the same time. That's, you know, that's what all channel stereo does. So it doesn't do that. Also, when you're using the Oro Up Mixer, it, it maintains your front stage. When you try to do that with the all, all what is it called? Multi, all channel uh, it's stereo? Like five channel stereo. Seven yeah, whatever stereo. it's called. I know you, on uh, Yamaha's, it's like party mode. You hit yeah. party mode and it just, <laughs> yeah. like that's, it just plays It's just everything. everything. Yeah. It's no it's longer stereo. front stage, right? It's just yeah. everywhere. It's just right? all around you. It, it's a, it's that a mess. is inaccurate to it's say that. Mess. That is not what it is. It's a hot mess. It doesn't do that. Okay? So to be clear. Um, so yes, there is duplication that's happening, meaning they're taking some of the stuff that's from the base layer and replicating it up. Mm -hmm. But the fact, th there's some things that are very different. And one is that you would expect that if you're playing the same content with nearby speakers, you're going to get some comb filtering, right? You, everybody knows like you play sound from two speakers. There's going to be some frequencies that actually start canceling each other. That's an if issue. They're, if they're playing identical information. Exactly. Which, yeah, so with Ken, we are in the like five, seven channel without yes. any delay, right? And so that's something I did not notice. 
and nobody complains that you're getting those like phase comb, comb filtering issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is that the I have my notes here. So lower level of heights maintain the dominance. Uh, so uh, that's important to note that it's not the same level. You know, whatever is happening in the height speakers is not it's much lower in level in comparison. So if you turn off your your ear level speakers, you wouldn't know that because it's much lower. The height speakers are much lower relative to those. So that's the other thing. Um, other thing is there's a delay applied to the heights, right? Height speakers, which uh, is psycho to me psychoacoustically correct. So the I think a lot of people would say, well, if you're going to play the same content on the height channel and the ear level, well, that's going to smear, right? You're no longer going to have that clear center image. But because there's a delay in psychoacoustics, we know that there's a priority on what where the sound came from first. Right. So if you have a speaker and it's near a wall and it plays a sound, but then you get a reflection off your sidewall, you still know where the sound is coming from because it's where the initial sound came from, despite the reflection also coming at you. So that I think they're kind of replicating that. So the initial sound will always come from the main ear level speaker, and then you'll hear it later on in in the high channels. Right. So that also kind of fixes that uh, comb filtering effect that you may have. Um I think that the delay might be based on the content, so I don't I don't know if it's a fixed amount of delay or if it's based on the content. The patent suggests that it's based on the content, but I I can't I don't know for sure. Yeah. Again, Wolford ain't, these Wolford are, ain't gonna give up that information. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> here's the thing: is we're reverse engineering the stuff. They're not coming out and telling. I've asked directly: is this what happens? Yeah. Is this? Yeah, and they're like, eh, they you. say, I don't know, right? So I'm we're trying to figure it out. Um, so here's another thing. Because because it's um dang this is not yeah, so pretty, because it's a full range right at least the so, audio oh, is there yeah that's okay all you need is the audio so the full the fact that it's full range means that you if you have some huge speakers up there it'll play down to twenty hertz in the up mix right and so I've I've done tests where I'm doing sweeps from low to high and it'll play all the frequencies that th- that speaker can play. Um, and that's one thing that I think that the other ones cannot do, right? Uh, again, no audible artifacts with this one. And I think it reacts differently between stereo and multi-channel upmixing. So uh, when I do the stereo upmix, I do hear, um, I do hear like vocals in the hype speakers, which people complain about. But in my testing, I did a binaural demo where, you know, I, I went up near the ceiling and you can hear my voice. Like you can hear somebody's voice from up there. That's a normal thing that happens. I, I think that uh, when you're using multi-channel, it doesn't do that unless you have a, a center height. Right? So there is some steering going on. The other thing to know is that uh, it seems that Oro upmixing is louder and it has more bass. So make sure to not let that sway you if you're trying to decide between them. Of course, when it's louder, you automatically think it's, it's most better, people think yeah. it's better. Mm-hmm. So careful of that. You know, that's that's one thing that you have to just, you know, be knowledgeable of now direct uh, so dolby surround up mixer so i did the, some of the same tests with that one and what i noticed is that it'll only play uncorrelated sound right so uncorrelated means that sound that is not common between the left and right speaker right mm-hmm. if it's common if it's it won't put it up there it's kind of like one of the like basic filters that it uses um so the problem with that is you're not going to get any spatial panning so um, if something goes from left, center, and right, right, uh, what I notice is 
uh, if it's panned all the way to the left, that's uncorrelated, right? It'll put that into all the height speakers. It's not like it's going to put it into the left height, which it seems like it should. And that's one thing that, that Oro does seem to maintain is if I play something left, center, right, and it moves left to right, it still does that on the height channel. Whereas the other ones, it doesn't. Okay, so what else? Uh, limited frequency range to prevent the comb, comb filtering. I don't know if it's different in the multi-channel upmix, but it does seem very limited. Like very rarely will you hear any bass up there with the Dolby surround upmixer. And last, uh, lots of artifacts. So depending on the sounds and where it cuts off the frequencies, you can hear something low. It sounds like, like a low, uh, low quality like MP3 sound, kind of like you know you hear some crackling oh, weird stuff. Oh, I know what you're yeah. talking about. You mean yeah. like ten years of Audioholics videos? Oh, gunshots. <laughs> Oh, all right. So, um, there we go. <laughs> neural, neural X, uh, oh. also uncorrelated. Now this one's the one that I thought was the most like interesting in the way they did it is it seemed like, so I would pan a sound left and right. Right. And it would play it. Like if I pan it hard, right, it would play it into the heights channels briefly. But if you keep it there at the same tone, it'll go away. So it's almost like a time limit, right? Mm -hmm. If you don't keep changing the sound, it'll, it'll go away. Does that make sense? Right, so if I, if you put a sound that's uncorrelated, it'll play the sound briefly, but unless the sound changes or moves, it'll take it out of the high channels, and that's what I think causes the pumping sound. So Gene was mentioning like he hears like pumping, like kind of like it's going in and out kind of deal, and I think that that's the reason. Um, so anyway, I personally prefer um, Oro because the tonality to me stays the same. If you think about what Gene was saying in his video, he was saying, well, you know, it's taking these certain sounds and putting it up here, right? Well, that's totally changing the, uh, that's totally changing the tonality at those frequencies, right? If you think about it, if you're extracting, picking and choosing certain sounds and putting those into more speakers, well, those are going to get louder because they're in more speakers. But how do you know which ones to choose, right? So if you're choosing specific ones, then it will... Uh, It'll just basically change the tonality. So I'll make a video about this and I'll show show all this without this thing cutting out. Um, but I think also psychoacoustically it's more correct, right? If you go if you go up to the you know height uh, of your room, have somebody talk. Tell me if you can hear a voice up there. Right? You sh you should be able to hear their voice from up there too. And so I think that's more technically accurate. And last preference, I think it just sounds better to me and to others who have tried it. Many others, and it's not a it's not somebody pay. It's no conspiracy here. You know, nobody's paying me anything from, from Oro. I just prefer to, I just prefer it. You know what I mean? Dolby's the big marketing engine, not Oro. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. anyway, um, that's it. That's all I got. That's all I got. <laughs> Hopefully that was useful. Think, what are you guys saying? What are you loop. laughing about over here, Michael? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm looking at all the comments, man. The just comments crying. are hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> killing, it. they're yeah. killing it. It's couple Aaron. notes. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's, I'm so not watching any video that Gene talks about pumping. Uh, <laughs> the pump. <laughs> this uh, might be as bad as electroshock therapy. I, you know, regarding your video cutting in and out. Uh, uh, so anyway, <laughs> Joe so that, said he that's took it. a couple of notes. <laughs> yeah. So hope hopefully, Joe look, that prepared. was that was pretty pretty objective, right? I'm not saying I think this is just what I found. I might find something that totally says, you know what, this is a incorrect for whatever reason and 
you know, the other one's better for whatever. I don't care. I'll yeah. change if it's if for some reason the other one is better for whatever <laughs> objective reasons. Fine. So yeah. be it. I mean, it doesn't I was matter gonna, to me. I, I was going to do a binaural binaural recording of a couple of scenes where I know, um, you know, five channel or seven channel or all channel stereo sounds different than Oro. Yeah, you know, and, and turn off and you know keep it on with the keep the ear level on. You know, turn off that amplifier, and so you can hear what's going on back and forth. Uh, which is why I spent the time to, you know, crawl on the floor and get my. Uh, <laughs> get my avr up the stairs and, and then swap them although that yamaha aa day is so heavy i had to wait till the teenager got home to like there take that downstairs i'm like no dude just take it for me please thank you but yeah. um but yeah i i i definitely and then um i know kanga uh asked about do you have movies that have um dolby atmos and oro the same movie well these movies that they sent me do have both so this one is the uh, Dolby Atmos version, and then this one is the Oro version. So I could literally do a back to back. This is native though, not upmix, native. So I can do a back to back. Um, what is it? Binaural demo. So you guys can, you guys can check it out. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I have an unpopular opinion too that I oh. think you might disagree with, Chana. Yeah, let's hear it. Let's uh, maybe a lot of people might. Let's go. Let's go. So I, I, I'm actually thinking I might prefer the Oromatic upmix to native. Oh yeah, you anything. Said, I already know. This. So all right, so check I, it out, I, right? <laughs> um, the argument for upmixing is always like, oh, or uh, uh, Atmos doesn't have any content, right? It's so silent up there. Right. Well, guess what? I have some native Oro content movies. Mm-hmm. I muted the ear level speakers, and a lot of time it's silent too. It's yeah. silent up, so it's not. So I want to make sure that's clear. I'm not talking about which format is better. I'm saying mm-hmm. sometimes I think that there's not enough resources for these guys to mix it properly or or maybe they don't know. If I ask you guys, like, what's supposed to be in the hype speaker? Yeah, somebody, Does anybody somebody, know for sure? Like, Somebody actually asked that question on our um, on one of our videos, on the daily hi-fi ones, the cut-up mm-hmm. ones. Um, how do you know when to use oral upmixing as opposed to the Dolby Atmos track and which one, how do you mm-hmm. know which one's better? Yeah. And to, for me, it's just like, well, if I watch a few scenes and I'm like, well, nothing's happening up there, I'll go and turn my amp, my ear level amp off and then mm-hmm. we'll run the scene again. I'm like, dude, there should have been something up there. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's planes flying overhead. Why are there? Why do I not hear the sound of the planes flying overhead or something like that? Or in the case of like Bumblebee, I'm like, oh, they're just playing the score. Mm-hmm. Well, that's lame. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, what? Well, there's, definitely some, there's definitely some missed opportunities because I know even when I did one of up firing just to kind of see, you know, can you get a decent sound out of up firing speakers and is it convincing enough? So I shut off everything except for the up firing, um, you know, back when I was reviewing some speakers probably two years ago. But it was kind of interesting because there were certain parts in that that I was like, dang, that would have been a perfect spot for something to happen up there because visually it did happen up there but I didn't hear anything. So definitely, you know, it's sometimes it is hit or miss, you know, with any immersive format. So, and it may come down to budget. It may come down to timeline. Yeah. I want to make sure that's clear though, because I'm not saying which format is better. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I've listened to an aura one. I'm like, this is not, I don't like this. Right. So I don't, I'm not saying, I don't care if there's no, nothing made in, in aura. Aura. I'm sure Wilfried wouldn't like that, but it doesn't matter that much to me. Whether it's in oral, I think the fact is that there might not be enough resources allocated towards that home mix. Right. Right. I mean, and, and then so, 
and then thinking about like what was just released, like the Stallone Daylight was released in Oro. This is an old movie. So it was mm-hmm. like Twister, and then they sent me Red Tails, um, <laughs> bo- Boss Level. I think the uh, newest one, the newest one is this Jason Momoa film. Which Raven. one of those do you really want to watch, though? Raven. You know? Yeah, which one do you yeah. really want to watch? Like, which one are you excited to watch just for the like the movie itself? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think, I think Twister would would be okay. Great, you know, but yeah. You know. So my my point is maybe, it, you know, oh, there it goes my bit. Maybe it's better to have them just do a great five point one or seven point one mix, and you know, if you don't have time to do the high channels, then that's what it is. You know, yeah. let let the up mixer do the height. Because I think that that's something you can actually extract, right? In most cases, like, are you in a small room? All right, well, we kind of have an idea what the sound will be in height speakers in a small room. Mid, mid-sized room, large room, it's going to be different. Outdoors, mm-hmm. there's probably going to be no reflections up there. So these are things that we kind of know. Anyway, uh, my whole point is I think I might say I think up mixing for height speakers, I think, is, uh, is the way to go. And that's that's across the board, Atmos, Oro, and I think that might be an unpopular opinion. Yeah, but I just think that they don't have time to do it. So let let the computer do it. Let it, let them handle that one. Anyway, let, let the computer do it. What uh, do you guys think? So I I know one thing that like Gene's always been saying is like, so you're down mixing Atmos, and the, no no no, you're not down mixing Atmos, dude. You take you select the five point one or seven point one mix. The DT, uh, sorry, the Dolby True HD, and that gets upmixed. You don't take Admos, downmix it, and then re-upmix. No, no, that's not what you do. What you do is you just take the um, the True HD mix and you upmix that. And for those that don't know, I've talked to some um, Dolby Atmos mixing engineers. They get delivered a 7.1 mix already. So it's like the studio's already mixed it. So here's the director's intent BS line that everybody's talking about. Like, get the fuck out of here with this. Because there is no director. The director's not there directing Atmos mixing mm. at all. They might have done the 7-1 mix because that's what gets delivered to the Atmos guy. And then the Atmos guy also gets a bunch of sound effects. And so he just pans those objects around best he can for the time limit. Like, we're talking about, Elon, your, your videos, right? How long does your video take? And that's what, like, 10 minutes? of a video imagine a two-hour fucking movie how much time do you need to actually put in every single effect atmos wise that would normally be there in that scene if they're only going to pay the guy for two weeks what are you going to get you're going to get a shitty atmos mix if you get you pay the guy for like two months of mixing atmos then hey that might actually be good but but then again you 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 make you you produce stuff and so do you uh elon right you produce so uh, my question would be, how would you know what to put in height channels? Well, well, yeah, kind of piggybacking off of what Chana said. I mean, it, it really does come down to a director's intent, but also be, um, the the head sound guy that's on this particular movie. Um, one thing that I noticed when I was doing tests with Mad Max Fury Road it blew my mind because when I was listening to only the high channels, you know, there's some in the, in the first scene where he's trying to get away from all the dudes and running through the hallway and whatever. Um, I listened to that over and over and over again with all the different Atmos speakers that I had available. 
And, you know, listening to it over and over, I, I kind of got to know that scene really, really well. So then when I turned on all the rest of the speakers and listened to it as a full mix, I noticed that some of the Atmos height performances of like grunts and um, like when he's tussling with other people, throwing him into the water, that kind of thing. Those were separate performances than what was coming out of the main ear level speakers. So that is just, it, that's probably beyond what most movies are going to do as far as the intense uh, just focus on what Atmos is actually going to be doing. Um, it's not just a copy. It wasn't a copy of what's going on in the ear level speakers copied up, up, up top. No, it was a separate performance. Maybe they had, you know, what, what's his name? What's, what's that actor's name in Mad Max? Yeah. Um, what's a, uh, again, Bane. Tom Harding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anywho, they probably had him do some ADR, uh, different performances of grunts and, you know, body checks and all that kind of stuff. And then probably just used those different performances in the different speakers or in as objects placed mm -hmm. in the different spots. So I think that particular movie, it, it does come down to director's intent. It does come down to the, the sound, the head or lead sound guy on this particular movie to just be that extreme about it. Because I bet typically you're not going to, you know, budget probably is another thing to think about. They're probably not throwing that much money into the sound mixing part of it, uh, which is a shame uh, because I, I love to listen to Mad Max Fury Road because I know um, it is so detailed when it comes to what will be in the high channels versus what's in the ear level channels. So I wish all movies, uh, you know, had that much money thrown into just the sound mixing part of it. Interesting. I'm going to have to go back and check that scene again. You know what I want to do is yeah. that the extra stuff that you're saying is happening in the Heights when it gets down mixed to 5.1, not down mixed, but the 5.1 mix has that content in there. Right? It's yeah. not like that is not there. It's right. in there. And I'm kind of curious to see what the differences are in that particular scene going from a native uh, Atmos recording to bringing back down to 5.1 and then using Oro and see if maybe I'm missing something. You know? Yeah. I mean, that, that's possible. That's a, I think the argument is like, oh, you're going to miss out from the exact placement of certain things. We'll have to wait and see. I'm going to have to try that out. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would highly recommend that particular movie because it's insane. <laughs> um, I mean, it probably is the director too, because he is also insane. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> what you want, right? You want the insane, yeah. insane everybody. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, and I know Edgar Wright, um, you know, Scott Pilgrim versus the world and hot fuzz and all those movies. I know he is very, very particular about sound. So I have yet to really deconstruct any of his movies sonically, mm -hmm. but I would imagine that's probably another one that I'm going to test out pretty soon just because I know he's so into sound. Yeah. I, I guess the initial question was like, 
how often is something flying over your head or it, it also, specifically above your head? Like, when does that well, it, happen? It depends often? on the movie. It depends on the yeah. movie, right? Yeah, Which okay. is why gravity was was so amazing. Perfect. Right? Mm. And they spent a a good amount of money to make that sound that Atmos realistic. Yeah. Have you have you heard that one, uh, Elon? I no, I haven't. Oh. I haven't got a chance to get my hands on a diamond deluxe version or whatever. It, it's it's on um it's on Apple TV. Apple or, TV Apple. for like ten bucks or something. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's in Atmos. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Like a well, good thing I spent eighty dollars on that DVD. I know, I know mean, dude. I mean Blu-ray. <laughs> I bought it. I bought it used on eBay for like thirty bucks. So. Yeah. yeah. But I had to look for a long time. Yeah. So so it depends on the movie too. Yeah. Um, so the cool that, thing is. Think about this too. Sometimes you'll hear the Atmos tracks even when they go underwater, which is mm -hmm. kind of an interesting thing because when you go underwater, it do, you do hear sound under there and it, the swooshing of the water and maybe the waves crashing. And I've seen some movies where they've utilized that, which is kind of an interesting thing when we think, oh, you know, there needs to be an airplane flying over or a helicopter or something like that. So, but not always. They've, some engineers are getting really creative on when they can utilize those height channels or Atmos channels. No. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, kind of, um, I am such a, an audio nut that like, <clears throat> I do notice when things like it, it bugs me, even though it shouldn't, but it bugs me when being a, an audience member, they don't mix a particular sound that, like at least as far as where you are, where the camera is set right. up, what you're seeing on the screen, and then something is happening behind you, it should the sound should be behind me if Correct. somebody's talking or whatever, yeah. but they just have the the dialogue coming out of the front left and right. Mm. That kind of stuff bothers me because sure. I want to be, mm. I want it to sound like I am literally in the middle of this conversation mm -hmm. between two people because you can't see the person behind exactly. on the screen. So that kind of stuff, I, I wish would they would you know implement more. And if something is overhead, I mean, like I'm sure with, with Bumblebee, like something that bombastic and all that action happening, there has to be something above you. Just yeah, you know, like <laughs> just because of how, how we hear, because of binaural yeah, yeah. hearing. I mean, the 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 first scene when they're having that, which was amazing. It took me back to my childhood. They're fighting on cybertron like so cool <laughs> yeah right and the autobots are down here the decepticons are up there and they're firing down at us like why is that not in the height channel it's just on the ear level but when i up mix it into oro now it's up there like mm -hmm. whoa it's like magic well <laughs> you know like, i think what, so in, in in shang chi they had this scene where uh, there's some dragons and people are shooting arrows i'm like all right this is going to be for sure, this has to be something happening, right? You're just shooting arrows up in the air. Come on. That's perfect opportunity, right? <laughs> Make that happen, right? Nothing. Nothing happening. So I'm like, well, I don't know. This is a new movie, Marvel movie, big production. What is going on? What What, what is this? It's got to so, be budget, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be a well, budget, I figure or, time budget or time. Yeah, yeah. Literally. Because they may not have yeah. the time to devote two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, whatever. Because well, they, they have deadlines that they've already set, right? Mm -hmm. They have deadlines they've already set. If they had production delays already, then yeah. that's going to squeeze that, their, that's kind their of at release the end. date. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's, it's it's an afterthought. Yeah. Like I posted on your video, Joe, it's it's yeah. literally an afterthought because 
I, you know, as much as like everything's getting Dolby Atmos, your cell phone, your yeah. laptop, you know, you know, um, it's just, it's, it's now getting to the point of like ubiquity and people are just like, Oh, it's got Dolby Atmos. Oh, okay, cool. Um, mm-hmm. what does that mean though? Yeah. Like, you know, if the content's not being, you know, is not up to snuff and then your equipment clearly <laughs> doesn't, you know, your laptop speakers and Atmos really aren't giving you that full effect. You know, um, they've definitely cornered uh, the market on all this stuff and everybody knows, but majority of people know what that is. Um, You know, so it's it's just one of those things. For me, I wouldn't care if the mixes were great. If they had great mixes, there'd be no need for me to use anything else. Right. right? If it just sounded like, man, this is the most, this is so realistic. Sounds amazing. No complaints. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, and, and then. You know, I was watching uh, 300 again, and man, Atmos mix there is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And again, but again, it's not a new movie, so they redid it for the for the 4K release. And the and I know people are going to be like, oh well, there's too much film grain in the 4K. Yeah, there is. <laughs> Sorry, can't have it all. Can't yeah. have it all. It looks cool, you know, but uh, uh, the Atmos mix is is fantastic. I mean, those things are active, and they put in all kinds of little details in there, and um. I've been I've been taking a couple of notes too, Joe. Um, oh, watch out! While, while watching that movie uh, again, and I was just like, "Oh man, this, I'm gonna if I'm sitting here for two hours listening to just the high channels, like and taking notes, it's gonna be like five six pages of notes because it's pretty much active almost all the time with like you know creatively and not like super super fake like stuff's happened like the the one like the leper dude." who's like got this like torch and he's like you know he moves around you kind of hear that like flame movement um kind of up above a little bit um mm-hmm. in in the beginning like the movie hasn't even started just the like music at the very you know when they have the warner brothers logo and this big thunder comes and it comes from the front height to the rear back rear like the thunder comes down and like yeah, yeah. pretty awesome so you know, it all depends. It all depends. Again, it's it's an older movie, so they had the time to do all of that. Ah, so may, maybe maybe that's the key. Maybe that's the key. Just too saturated. I mean, oh, going yeah. back to Gravity, it was literally the first uh, the first home release of Dolby Atmos. So hmm. that's why they got to spend so much time because it was a brand new thing. So they're like. And they did it well. What can and, it's we a, do? and it's a oh, no. space movie, so you, yeah. yeah, there could be stuff floating, yeah. flying all around you. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know the you fun, like that the one. The funny a lot, thing, Michael. the funny thing is, can you really hear in space though? <laughs> no, no, you can't. Oh, <laughs> you know, there, there's that's another. The, that's the kind of the 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 weird thing oh, is, like, Aaron. What are you saying? Could you really Mr. engineer? Moving? I, you're muted. You're muted. Unmute yourself. Exactly. I I agree. I agree with you, man. Yeah, no, I was just saying, isn't that a uh, attack from Alien in space? No one can hear you scream. Is that not Alien? Yeah. Oh, is that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think he was referring to that, but yeah. I've um, never watched Alien, by the way. Should I watch that there's one? Nothing, there's nothing for it to bounce off. You of. never watched yeah, it? Yes. I mean, it's, no. It is well, a yeah, vacuum. It's a there's no sound. There's a, yeah, it's a vacuum, yeah. right? Uh, so right. if you um, have the disc for, cool movie. for, if you have the disc <laughs> for, um, Aaron is talking in Atmos. There was nothing no, there. You were muted. <laughs> Burn. Um, in gravity, there is a mode um, 
that removes all the background music and stuff. So it's so it gives so if you watch it like that, it gives you the feeling that you're her because there's just, just dead silent. It's just voices. Like it's pretty crazy, man. Like I was just like, oh man, I don't know if I knew this. I, but, I'm assuming that's on the disc and not the Apple yeah, TV version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's on the disc. Yeah. What are the chances, Chana, that like the the mixer of Bumblebee is like, you know, somebody watching this like, hey, dude, are you the one who mixed this? They're just talking about how it's straight garbage. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I, man. I mean, it's not garbage. This is not fun. How it's you not did, that fun. guy didn't do it's any not, work. We need more fun Atmos mixes. Uh. <laughs> that's, that's that's what it is. Um, Tonight he's crying in the shower. I didn't have time. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I didn't throw me a lot of money. Studio, studio issues. <sighs> Make my I can do better. Bad. I swear. I can do better. Oh, oh man, yeah, that would be awesome. I just, I hope that they do better and and stop cutting off the bass. Yeah, you know, I mean, you've heard I, me talk about bass EQ. Another thing that, that I noticed because I do not have surround backs upstairs here in the studio, I do, but upstairs I don't. So 5.1.4 or 5, 5.1.5, whatever you want to call it, 5.1.4. Anyway, um, the rear heights, when you don't have rear heights and you don't have surround backs with Dolby Atmos, your rear surrounds cover all of them. And that's not good. And that's mm -hmm. not good. Because if you were rocking a 5.1.2 like I was, I heard all kinds of stuff happening in the surrounds that when, once I got to 5.1.4, they now lift it up. So what does that mean? If a helicopter is flying over and I'm on 5.1.4, it flies over. When I'm on 5.1.2, it goes right behind my head because it's now folded into the surrounds, the rear surrounds. So that doesn't make any sense. So, so here we have the situation where Majority, if the majority of Dolby Atmos mixing studios is in 714, then and you have a 714, then you're probably optimized. But if you have a 512, you're probably hearing weird shit happening because whatever they put in the rear heights is now in your rear surrounds. And then it's just, and when Joe says like psychoacoustically correct, that's what I'm talking about too. Like this doesn't sound right. Why does yeah. this not sound right? So then do we, which brings up the question now, do we need to have Atmos mixes mixed specifically for 5.1.2 and then 7.1.4? In which case it's going to take more time anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that didn't happen. I mean, I, I know that's not happening, but that would be ideal, yeah. right? You would have to have a night. Now they say it matrices, matrices, make matrices, matrices, matrices. Oh, uh, getting into uh, some like math terms now. I <laughs> watch out. It, it, it matrices uh, up, up to Matrix whatever, mode. Uh, whatever system you have. But I think that only is good if they start from a lower configuration than you have. Like, so if you have nine one six and they do seven one four, it'll matrix properly. But if you have five one two and they mix it in seven one four, it's not going to matrix properly because all the you know the rear surround back the surround backs and the rear heights are just going to be in your surround left and right and that's going to sound weird so i don't know i think i think there's a lot of hurdles um and even though this stuff happened what 2016 is it we're like 5 years into it yeah you yeah. know i don't think we uh Oh, I, it's man. it's still very early, and I don't I don't know if they're going to um, take the time or spend the money to make it actually, you know, awesome. You know, unless you, it's an older movie like Three Hundred. Do you, you know? guys remember when you first got a five point one system? Because yeah. I remember when I went from or even Pro Logic, whatever you went to, 
from two channel. I remember going to that. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Huge difference. I feel like I, I have a movie theater in my house or whatever. Right. But when I, when Atmos came out, it was like, I, I went out and bought a new Denon AVR. I wanted the newest thing. And I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. I guess I can hear it. It wasn't a, as big of a change as going to 5.1. I know Aaron, you, you rock 5.1. And I, Honestly, you probably aren't even missing out on very much. Like, it doesn't sound like it. Right? Except for a bunch of a uh, bunch of arguing back and forth, you bunch yeah. of like, babies. <laughs> yeah, arguing like babies. That's hilarious. Yeah. I remember um, I started with two channel, and then I got a center channel, and mm-hmm. then I had a then I got a sub, and then I I, I got two surrounds. Yeah. So that was that was I was uh, 1994. It was a sophomore in high school. <laughs> So that's 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 how that started for me, and it was ProLogic too. That ah. was the hot the hot thing at the time, which I know Aaron's still rocking. So, oh, right, <laughs> awesome, awesome. But um, you know what I did miss uh, when I had the Yamaha installed was just you know my wife usually has a TV on, and just the five point one mixes up mixed to Toro. I missed that just for TV stuff mm. because it actually mm. made the TV shows. A lot better and some of these shows like we're watching the witcher and like this stuff you know on netflix and stuff it actually sounds better when it's you know up mixed to oro as opposed to just you know having the atmos from from netflix yeah so i missed that so i'm glad i have it back now oro he uh ike says that uh you have you have a uh, 7.4.4 atmos in your car though that's right. <laughs> yeah, that car system sounds pretty nice. I wouldn't be surprised if you did, man. <laughs> can you do that? Are there people who you do can. like Atmos in your car? Yeah. Like, how do you do that? Yeah, do they put an oh, ABR yeah. in there. Oh, they did. They did it. Um, how do you do it? Is it a yeah. BMW? Like the BMW Seven Series or something like cars, that? Yeah. yeah. There's some yeah. Chinese car company too that's like exclusive Dolby Atmos setup inside. Really, it's on. If you go to the Dolby Atmos website, like towards the bottom, it'll talk about all the other innovative areas they're going into, and cars is one of them. So yeah. it's it's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Aaron, I, have have you heard any of those systems like Atmos or anything in cars? I know you're in. No, 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 not in cars. I haven't even heard them in a home, man. Really? So, I'm living in the dark ages. Yeah, dude. I don't have that time, Porsche has time horrible, money. So the time Porsche. and money, man. Yeah, let me get that Porsche. Porsche. Yeah, let me uh, go get that. Yeah, let me. Yeah, I yeah, want that one. Sell off, sell off the clipple to get the Porsche. Yeah, that's about right. <laughs> or rent, rent out the clipple. To get what do you the Porsche. <laughs> what do you, know, maybe what that's you got here? That's the Dolby Atmos. All right, let's see. Like for your car. <clears> oh <throat> yeah, what is which car is it? Uh, what is that? A Mercedes? That, or that, I think that was a BMW. SUV. Oh, look, she's leaning off to the right. Do you think she's <laughs> hearing like the Atmos properly? Uh, <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, what's going on here? You know that car is that? I can't tell. Iraq also has car stuff too. It's a Mercedes. Oh, okay. So they Looks got like, like some. Right. Oh, yeah. they got speakers in the headboard there. Yeah. I can't... Oh, no, that's a, that's a Volvo. Oh, is it? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So they got down here. So Volvo Mercedes also and... had Durac too. Yeah. Mercedes yeah, Benz is interesting. Yeah, Neo, Neo, whatever that is. I'm not sure. Neo Matrix. Man, I want, I want those big 24s in my car. Look Legendary there, brown note. 
You're a great comment. I use up-firing speakers in my convertible with the top down. 10 out of 10 immersive. That's <laughs> <laughs> about right. Sell me that S2 Jeezy. Um, oh, and kill that. Now, now, Michael, we were talking earlier about how, you know, Chana and I are, uh, are fans of Oro. We already know that, but you said yeah. that you had an experience where you tested different ones. Yeah. So you're here to balance this out to let us, you know, on daily hi-fi, it's not all Oro. Sure. You tell, tell us about it. Yeah. So I recently came back from Kansas uh, City tours. So we did nine home theater tours uh -huh. uh, in four days. Had an incredible time. Those guys up there, just a lot of them have just a ton of knowledge. Way more insane stuff. Yeah. Way more knowledge than me. They really, really spend a lot of time dialing in their systems and uh, one of them in particular we went to, we didn't look, listen to Oro and all of them, of course, but um, one of them, we did a couple of, you know, comparisons because he was telling us, he's like, I've got an Oro 3D setup. He's got the, you know, the heights kind of like up front, heights in the rear. He's got the voice of God. Mm -hmm. And we just, we just went through, it was literally just one kind of demo clip. Um, but in that one, we all kind of preferred the Dolby Atmos. But again, it was only one track. So I can't say blanket statement that you know there was more detail always yeah. in say adobe atmos and so um, which track which track was it and what did you hear specifically so the hard part with that is we like i said we did nine home theater tours oh, in just... four days and there's probably an hour of demo material on each one of those uh -huh. yeah. so, oh, mean, videos I, are long they're, so they're you don't remember we, we went through a ton of content i mean absolute ton of content do you remember so, what you like better or what most people kind of like better about the Dolby one? So in that particular one, I remember we were just commenting on it. We just heard more detail coming detail. from those. Yeah. Those upper channels. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it, the other one just kind of, kind of hollow. So, but again, mm -hmm. it was one particular track. We didn't do it on every demo they did because we were mainly just kind of hanging out, just enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And he was talking about how he's got a, a Oro 3d layout. Um, but he said, honestly, for me, he's like, I don't want to be hating on Oro, you know, cause he was live on video. So I have to go back. <laughs> I, don't want to be <laughs> I said, it's okay. I said, just share whatever you want to share. And cause really that's one of the things that I was trying to pull out with this home theater tour is more so the experiences that they've had, the journey they've had, things they've learned, things they would do different versus just mm -hmm. talking about, okay, I've got these speakers and this subwoofer and these theater seats and this projector, yeah. you know? So just why the choices, to, right? Yeah, like, kind of yeah. the how and the why. And um, one of the and Joe and I were talking about this a little bit earlier too. One of the things that I really enjoyed, um, and that was the first time I'd ever experienced it, was near field subs. Absolutely fun. Um, now some of them we experienced were ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, one of them had a twenty-four inch sub right behind your seat. <laughs> that was intense. Um, Another gentleman, probably one of the best home theaters that I heard during this tour, had an all JBL um, line array. I mean, identical speakers for Atmos, side surrounds, LCR, everything, rear surrounds, incredibly immersive um, sound. Pretty much, no matter where we moved in the room, you just got a great sound. Um, are you are you are you saving that one for last? Because that's the one I'm waiting on. Honestly, I'm just doing them in the order that, oh, I, okay. that I actually Come filmed on. them just to make it easy for me. Okay. Um, mm. So it's kind of like in the middle. Uh, all right. But John, Jonathan's system is really cool. Sadly, I was telling Joe, 
unfortunately, I didn't get hardly any B. Actually, I didn't get any B roll. We um, were hanging out, had a bunch of friends over. Croson came over, so I know. Awesome. They were just drinking and stuff. Yeah, oh, they were. I wasn't. Croson <laughs> brought his own little beer cooler. I'm you. Oh. <laughs> he did, dude. That's he, awesome. I don't know if he shared with anybody, but he brought it. Oh, and, just for uh, him, huh? That's messed Kyle, up. Kyle, Life That's of Bliss up. brought a massive 24 inch subwoofer in his truck um, <laughs> with Croson. They were going to like hook it up, but it was probably, I don't know, eight, 10 o'clock at night. And, and uh, Jonathan's like, nah, that ain't happening in my neighborhood, man. That ain't going to work. <laughs> and, uh, but the, Nearfield sub, absolutely phenomenal. Really gave a very tactile feel during movies and music. So that was really nice. Even if you didn't have it cranked up um, when it was dialed in, it was spectacular. Like that was my favorite. Probably the next favorite would be the butt kickers. Definitely really was pleased with that. And I didn't think I would be. So we're talking about we're talking about Michael about how a video idea for you would be a comparison between Nearfield subs. Butt kickers, those Crosons, Crosons, right? I've experienced one theater that had the Crosons that I know of. Uh-huh. And then the that different was, that boss. Was like, yeah, so there's hot, there's Boss, Hover Boss, and Hover Easy. And they're all three different <laughs> styles of platforms. Um, that was my least of favorite, though. Um, ah, now, what? it'll, shake, it'll okay. shake your teeth. It'll rattle your brain. One guy, he's like, I don't normally listen to it this loud. But, <laughs> you know, it was like crazy crazy it was fun and it's exciting but it it that tended to pull me kind of out of the movie because my brain would go oh i'm feeling that from my butt like underneath me uh, so it would take my anyway whatever John. So, <laughs> but it would completely the way me, you said it though well, it would completely take me out of the movie yeah and yeah. the nearfield sub when blended in, you didn't even know it was coming from behind me. And I even went over to home theater gamers house today. We were doing um, some demos in his room and then I was helping him out with some website stuff. And in his setup, he was like, Hey, you've never heard my setup. You want to hear it? And I said, sure. He's got a very budget friendly pioneer setup, a couple of uh, kind of the medium size uh, SVS subwoofers. And then I forgot he had some, two of the smaller, um, SVS subwoofers near field. And so we're playing it. It's not crazy volume. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, he's got this thing dialed in. Like I'm feeling oh, yeah. it. It wasn't crazy bass, yeah. but in just these explosions and things like that, I'm like, I'm feeling it in my body. And I told him, I said, dude, you've got your bass dialed in very, very nice. And he's like, did you like those near fields? And I'm like, Oh shoot. I didn't even realize they were back there. So that's when, you know, you got it dialed in properly when they just disappear and you just feel that extra tactile sensation. And so it was really cool. And Croson kind of kind of share in the in the comments and even in our after show, kind of his experience over at Jonathan's. Um, I think we were all very, very impressed with his setup. And the cool thing too is Jonathan had the butt kickers, the near field sub. He had an 18 behind each seat. And then he had five 18s up front. So it was pretty wild. And um and then he also had, I think he was running the boss platform, if I remember mm. correctly. But what was cool is he could pull up the mini DSP and turn on and off each one so that you could physically feel like what, what is doing oh, what nice. in this yeah, song cool. or in this movie. And again, when he did that, that's when I was able to go, okay, I really like the near field the best, really like the, the base kick or butt kickers. 
the boss hover boss, whatever, oh. which one he had, I was like, it's all right. And all I right. heard about three or four systems with that. And you know, all right. So question, what, wasn't a big fan cranked up to the max, like whichever, like when yeah. people crank yeah. all that up to the max, like how crazy yeah. are we talking about? Like how much are we talking? How much it's shaking? Bad. Oh, it's bad. Like how, like, like how much put it this way after three like demos, after three demos, my, my plugs were in, um, at one guy, he has eight eighteens up front behind his screen. <laughs> I'll tell you, these guys are not normal. Up there. Dude. Eight eighteens, yeah. uh-huh. um, and then his his eight. main speaker. Yeah, so crazy, crazy, and then in under each seat for the most part. I think he had well, like three up front. He had a couch in the back, but I think he said he's got 12, 12 inch drivers for the hover boss, or I think he had what they call the hover easy platform. Okay. Yeah, and so it, yeah, he had it was a, it was a little over the top, yeah, and he is. and he knew it, but he was just trying to give us you know this was this was a party trick kind of thing, but it was yeah crazy. right right. But See, after about after about two or three, I'm like, okay, this is way right. louder. Is it turn this down, please. Yeah, so I just put in the earplugs, but it was crazy. What happens to the house at that point? Like you have, yeah. we're in the. Is it gonna be like that guy with the concrete oh, walls because. At a certain point, like, dude, that's going to yeah. be crazy. Yeah, everything upstairs is probably going nuts, you know. So, so Elon, there you go, bro. You got to beat 818s. You got to yeah. go. <laughs> sure. Are, okay. These guys are crazy yeah. up there. You got, you got 20 acres to make this thing, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah. A standalone oh, yeah. structure, floor within a floor, or a room within a room or something. <laughs> yeah. something that's total floating, you know. It's going to be a legit, like, movie theater. Yeah. <laughs> yes. With, like, yes. 100 yes. seats. A.K.A. the Nausea Center. <laughs> Right. <laughs> so he can't, but again, I think it's with anything. I've always told people this to me, you shouldn't ever notice your subwoofer until you turn it off. If you've got it dialed in really, really nice, <clears throat> it blends in with all of your speakers. It's part of the whole package versus, Oh, did you hear that bass? Did you, you know what I'm saying? Right. It, it it's, doesn't, balance, it's more of a balanced yeah. like overall sound. I, yeah. I, I totally got it though. Some people are really good at doing that and some people aren't, but these guys up there, they really spend a lot of time calibrating their system. I wish I had that much time, you know, but you guys know we're always swapping out stuff. And so yeah. probably my system is the least sound, you know, great sounding because I don't spend the time to really dial it in and, and calibrate it and tweak it. So it's got but, the potential. Um, man, yeah, absolutely. But it was fun, man. Yeah. But it, it's cool just seeing how different people you know, do it in, you know, in there. Dude, I, I really like those Martin Logans, man. Those he were, had ESLXs like yeah. all around. Those are like $2,000 a pop. They're yeah. all around the room. I'm like, yeah. holy crap. Yeah. Yeah. He had the big ones up front and then the mm-hmm. smaller ones around the sides. And it was a great setup. Now, that one definitely, when you get kind of off the sweet spot and that yeah. center couch, I can imagine. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. You pretty much lose the imaging on it. But when you're in the middle, man, it was beautiful. And then he had, the JTR Captivator um, 4000 ULFs in the walls. So that was pretty cool. So it didn't take up any floor space, but oh. they're firing into the room. And he had, I think, nine base shakers in his couch. Oh. But he had, he had also bought 200 base shakers, <laughs> butt kickers. Where is he going to put all those? He, he saw, they, they basically flipped them. You know, they saw oh, them. Oh, man. Yeah. Right. But he bought like two. Him and his buddy went in together. He's like, you're like, over here. I'm your bitch butt kicker dealer. <laughs> <They were, laughs> what is like going two, on? There were 230, I think they bought. Damn. It came out of like a movie cinema theater kind of mm. thing. Oh, I see. I 
Yeah, but they were yeah they were closing down and so they bought them super cheap kept a bunch he's like well i got 200 or you know at least 100 so I might as well put eight or nine in my own seats man what spl do you think you hit when you listen michael like in your room i mean yeah again i'm i'm typically running negative 10 to negative 15 db you know a lot of times so i don't i rarely these guys love nothing listening. crazy yeah. So, they so what's your DB level at? You're like 80, 85, 100? Yeah. I mean, uh, it's at your listening position, probably like your base is probably going to hit 100 and something, right? I mean, it, so technically, like reference is supposed to be what? Either 75 or 85 up to peaks of 105? 105 yeah. for the main speakers and 115 for the, so 10 yeah. DB more for the stuff. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. So, I mean, it's, it's a decent volume, but it's not like, oh my gosh, because I just I don't enjoy that yeah. for long, especially long periods. I I was telling you guys that I totally get why people go crazy now. Because yeah. I have my subs dialed in, everything's like like really it's smooth, good. right? And I've never had an issue, like I've never wanted my subs to be louder, right? But now like it's mm -hmm. I'm getting that like it's smooth, but stuff yeah. shakes like crazy, right? Like you just yeah. feel it more than you hear it almost, right? Yep. And I'm like, I want more. I want yeah. more. And I was like measuring. I'm like, hold on. Am I tripping? Uh, am I just like, what's what's going on? And I was hitting 115 with no distortion. But because it's so clean, I'm like, oh, I wonder what it would be like if I could just turn it up a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally hit the limits of this thing. And uh, I get why you guys get all crazy. When it's nice and clean like that, you just yeah. kind of dig it. Well, you you want to crank it. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And the yeah. good thing, too, is when you have a lot of overhead like that, it, to me, I don't... I don't see that as being overkill. You know, it just makes it. You just haven't much. found the right movie to uh, use it on. <laughs> is, that, is that what it is? <laughs> that just that just means that you can listen to it, and your your system is not straining at all. If you oh, have a single twelve inch, and you're trying to create pressurized bass in your room, honestly, that's going to be very difficult. Yeah. If you've got two eighteens or a twenty four or whatever you're able to pressurize that room even at lower volumes and those each one of those subwoofers are having to do a whole lot less work so you got lower distortion cleaner sound um and it's awesome it's a great experience yeah man i'm gonna be like legendary awesome. brown note soon with whatever he's got over there yeah just a little bit more a little crack addict style crack addict style <laughs> elon do you feel like that when it comes to bass do you what's your relationship with What's, What's your relationship, relationship with Bates? <laughs> <laughs> well, like the, like hey, the Matrix. We're seeing other people right now. <laughs> <laughs> other people right now. <laughs> yeah, me and Bates, like long walks on the beach from time to time. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly prefer clean bass over oh, sure. just like rattle, rattle yep. my walls bass. Yep. But, uh, but, but then again, it's like if I don't hear some of my kitchen cabinets rattling, mm -hmm. then I'm like, yeah. I probably don't have it up loud enough. <laughs> so it's like, it's like my wine glass thing. I'm like, Oh, wine glasses are shaking. We're good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, Same. it's kind of, I like, I like clean, but I like it maybe just a few DB above clean. Mm -hmm. I see. Yeah, uh -huh. One thing I found that was really cool too. And kind of, again, you don't know these things till you experience them. You know, a lot of guys say, Oh, well, you know, 10 inch or tighter and they're faster than a 12 inch or 18. And the bigger you get, kind of the more sloppy it. The sl no. slower the because you know the traveling, no. right? No, mm -hmm. that is not the case. If you have <laughs> enough power, you know, to push 
those drivers, they can respond like instantly. Mm -hmm. And I experienced that. I experienced it with a 24 inch sub. I experienced it with 18 inch subs. So it's not about. Well, well, maybe, maybe it is Mike. We're just not going big enough. Maybe it's like really slow when you get to those 35 inches. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> you know, maybe they're yeah. like a fraction of a second behind an 18 well, the, you know, you or whatever. Remember, you also have to remember you don't have to move as much. Yeah. Right? yeah With the big yeah. cone, the, the movement backwards and forwards doesn't have to be as much. Kind of like if you're trying to fan with like a, you know, something big. Yeah. You don't have to move as much. So nah, I don't, I don't think there's anything line. to that fast base. Anytime I hear fast base. Yeah. Man, like, that doesn't oh. make any sense. I've, yeah, right. I've heard clean, accurate, articulate bass with big drivers as well as small ones. Yeah. And even on the um, the transducers, I didn't realize like you need to really kind of time align the oh, transducers yeah, sure, right? and the, the near field bass. Yeah. Because one home we went into, I forget which one, but immediately I didn't notice it, but somebody else, they were like, oh, wow, th- this isn't actually, it was Jonathan. He was in the home with um, the, oh gosh, Martin Logan system. Yep. that I just posted. And he said, man, I'm immediately noticing that your, your butt kickers aren't aligned with what we're seeing exactly on screen. John wick scene shotgun goes off and just like, I mean, we're talking fractions of a like milliseconds and then you're filling the, and so they had this cool little tool. They put it up on screen. They could see where or how much it was off. Dial that in, in the AVR or either that or the um, mini DSP and just add a little delay or subtract a little delay, spot on, man. So, but it's all about calibration, man. Because you can, you can have great system, you can have great speakers, and, and not have it dialed in. It's not going to sound that great. Elon, yeah. is there anything you want to talk about before before we go? Oh, just say what's on your mind lately. What what have you been into? Well, actually, I, I do. I do currently have. I mean, it's actually a problem that I'm not going to have to deal with anymore because I'm moving out of this house. Mm. But I've always had an issue with video cutting out because I have a media closet that's kind of far away, just off to the side of my living room. Mm -hmm. And I've got a, I snake a fiber optic HDMI Mm -hmm. that's supposedly. 2.1 2.1 and 8k you know it's capable yeah. of, of pushing 60 hertz 8k signal yeah. it's you know at, going up into the attic and down to the tv it's a 50 foot cable sure mm-hmm. that's what i've got and i have never really? had a, a flawless experience interesting and, and just what? recently i because i was doing some tests with atmos in my mm-hmm. in my living room and then when I plugged all the speakers back in, um, man, the, the video just cuts mm-hmm. out yes. for maybe like three seconds and comes back on. Like it's while you're watching a movie? Annoying. Yeah. While I'm watching a movie, TV show, anything. I'm just curious, what, what brand is, is the cable? You know? I don't, I is, don't is remember. It a, is it a fiber cable or is it a copper Yeah, cable? I think you said it was fiber. Yeah, it? it's fiber optic. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it costs like, I don't know, 180 bucks or something. Yeah, that's, that's around the right yeah. price. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. like, that's why I figured it would be, you know, just. I've had a mono price. Yeah, that's the biggest reason why I didn't run mine through the attic because of that very reason. I wanted to make sure this thing is going to be solid. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's been there for about a year. And so I'm, I still got to get in the attic to run it. But I've been using a mono price 
um, active fiber optic cable mm-hmm. had zero issues with it. So yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm using a mono price one too, and it seems to work. Well. Chana, yeah. you've reviewed a couple. Are, are there yeah. any ones that you recommend? I like the Rui Pro. They've worked yeah, for me, but I mean, um, I'm using it. I have one because um, when I record, when I do like those uh, Dolby Atmos reviews or like movie reviews, I'll mm-hmm. put up um, screen captures of the movie. Mm-hmm. Those aren't just me filming. That's actually the Zapiti, which is on the other side of the room, plugged into yeah. my computer. And I'm, you know, 4K, you know, because I got a 4K capture device. So that yeah. is a 30 foot uh, Rui Pro fiber. So yeah. That has never failed. And it's just it's just here. I can see it. It's green. It's right over there. And interesting, yeah. Joe said that he has the mono price and he's had the same issues that you've got, Elon. No, no, mine. I've had other ones, but I got a mono a price one. A different I, Joe. Oh, this guy. In the, yeah, in the oh, chat. Okay. Joe Wyatt. Oh, yeah. He oh, said he I, is I have the, yeah, he said I have the exact same issue, Elon. Mine is mono price, same issue, $200 cable. So he's getting dropouts too. Mm-hmm. So, it, you know, it could be on the processor side or the avr side another thing um, keep in yeah. mind is uh um who is it um who's our sound sound united guy who's our expert phil phil phil, phil, phil. i don't know why that's that slipped my mind anyway he said also keep in mind that the the run between the source and the avr also matters right so if you have yeah. a long run from whatever the source is to that it's not like it's like amplifying that signal mm-hmm Right. So, so if you have if, right? if your if your 4K player has got a six foot cable <laughs> and, and it's going into your AVR and then that's going out to your TV, so now you've got a 56 foot run. And that's yeah, what okay. I, that's what I'm doing at my house. So yeah. something to keep in mind if you have you don't want uh, a long run from your source either. Try to keep yeah. that short. Maybe that'll help. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. I just last night because I was just so tired of it. I I plugged in my Apple TV into the TV directly and just did eARC and just watch it, that. It worked mm-hmm. fine. So ah. it's like, I mean, and I don't those, want to have stop, it that way. Those things are frustrating because you literally have to kind of just pull one piece at a time to say, okay, where does it break down? Yeah. And that's just a pain. So, yeah. so, so how, so how much longer you just sold the house? So maybe another month and you don't have to deal with that. I think yeah. Like mid, yeah mid, mid January sometime, I think is when escrow closes. Mm-hmm. or at least it should <laughs> if all yeah. goes well knock on wood yeah there you go cool man yeah. so i'm excited to cool mark wilson said he has a 50 foot fiber cable he had to turn down the output settings for video i don't i'm not even familiar with that he said that i know i even i even turned down i had it on 4k enhanced in okay, the right. yeah i just turned it back down to standard still yeah. i got dropouts no, mm-hmm. not. So, okay. Okay. Hmm. weird man yeah, let me, let me put your your uh, channel up channel there. back up real quick. So this is Elon's channel. Make sure to subscribe. He's at fourteen point one right now. Let's get that up. Him to fifteen, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah real quick. Let's get, get, let's get nine hundred of you, one hundred people here. Cross <laughs> 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 that fifteen k mark. His his uh, thumbnail game is on point. Yeah, yeah look at this sure. one. I like this one. Yeah, I uh, IMAX and hands, I like, like that one. Getting rid of the black bars. That's so that's that's great. That's a good one. Yeah. This one too. This one I like. Elon's got I some like. very creative content. I really definitely like just the variety that he offers and the fun that he offers in his videos. Yeah, yeah. come back, yeah. man. Come back. We'll talk some more. I know we didn't get, you know, we talk I talked yeah, a lot about my oral Elon, thing because I promised that I would, but Elon, um, come back and we'll let back? you talk. 
Yeah, well, that'd hey, be great. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be awesome. <laughs> but before before we jump out, I, I do want to uh, discuss something. I saw this movie this weekend, and I already knew from the premise of the movie, like it was gonna be. Oh, sorry, Tim. I I already knew it was gonna be kind of fucked up, like you know, just mildly fucked up. The premise mm-hmm. of the movie, right? But as you go deeper and deeper, the levels. Like it just gets more fucked up as we go. And the fact that it's like real people, it was set in the like 1300s, right? Late 1300s. Real people. The movie is uh, The Last Duel. The Last Duel. Uh, Ridley Scott was involved. Oh, yeah. so, so think Gladiator. Like it's pretty fucked up. Like I'm not going to like, there was a lot in a of. In a good like, way or a bad way? Like what are we talking dude, about? I here? mean, it's just a story. It's about two men fighting over the honor of a woman. So I, I you could already imagine. Something's fucked up, but, but the, it's told the, from three different perspectives, isn't it? Yes, it's like the yeah. truth according to this person, the truth according uh-huh. to this person, because it actually happened, right? Yeah. Um. And and man, you know, like when they first show, and like the the weird part is is um is the the way they they do it that the you know it's it's not a, like a Tarantino you know moving the timeline around like this is kind of crazy like it'll it'll start off it'll tell you a date and then something's happened. And I'm like, oh, wait, no, a, a couple of years have easily passed. Like, it, it was a little bit confusing. But once you kind of got it, you're like, oh, OK, I see what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's damn, it's a damn good movie. <laughs> it's a damn good. Definitely not for children. Definitely not for children. Watch <laughs> this. Oh, watch this with your uh, your significant other. Because they'll be like, whoa, this is pretty. Uh, you know, if, as long as she is not he or she is not squeamish, um, because there is a lot of like very adult stuff going on and it's it ain't pretty i mean it's the 1300s you already imagine like what what's happening you know uh women don't have whole, a whole lot of rights you know uh uh they think that you can get pregnant just because they have uh you know a pleasurable experience or whatever you know, like everything's backwards you know as far as like what they knew about science and i, I looked it up like what's the life expectancy in the 1300s it was 24 years old uh, when what? you got to the yeah Whoa. yeah when you got to like the 1400s it almost doubled it was like 40 years old mm-hmm. um so like yeah no it's definitely the last duel you guys watch it like it it's a good flick but like man it's fucked up and i'll take i'll take your word for it yeah no dude <laughs> no dude watch it man they do all this stuff in the name of god bro like <laughs> do it <laughs> this is this is how it's all started bro and like the one thing like i was up late like thinking about like the one thing that i got like fixated on is like when did these people like bathe you know because like there's no running water and like mm-hmm. sure if you're a noble person or high highborn mm-hmm. person yeah you'll take baths but like a regular person man must have been stinky dude like just nothing <laughs> like until you got to like a water source like a river or something and you would jump in there <laughs> you know but um good movie like I, I you know matt damon's in it and when ben affleck showed up i'm like what is this what the heck you know is that my is this uh you know how how do you like them apples is what's going on <laughs> i was confused but um uh though the you know they're going back and forth in time and the first scene you see like the stadium where they're going to have this duel and there's no real seats, right? Just the walls on the top of the walls is where people could sit. And that's where all the like, you know, the king and queen of France and whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's all based in France. Um, but there's all these people crowding around it. I'm like, why are they there? Why are they can't see anything? They'll only be able to hear what's happening on the inside and people cheering or whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until like the little like 
like three quarters of the way in the movie, I'm like, oh, that's why all those people are there. And like, like I said, like it just keeps getting more fucked up as you go along. And you're just like, wow, people actually lived this. People actually lived this back then. And I'm just so glad and and blessed that I was born in 1978 instead of 1356 or whatever. Derek says goodwill hunting is the bomb. And actually, I think it was Aaron. You're the one who told me to watch that, right? Yep. Oh, yeah. Fantastic movie. Yeah, I haven't watched it yet. Yeah, dude. I'm like, damn. More. Keep them coming. Yeah, that's one of my favorite movies for sure. Yeah, Yeah, I like that one. Yeah, he likes those apples. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love Wicked Smart Williams' performance in that. Oh yeah, he won an Oscar for that. Yeah, yeah. Story. So yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. All right, we're up, man. I'm just looking at the time. Yeah, I've I've actually wanted to rewatch more movies. Uh, that I've already seen on my 83 inch OLED because like some of these older ones just look so great on there. So yeah, I'm 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 going back to like watching more content instead of creating content. But yeah, is that 4K? Which one? The 83 inch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's brand new. So all the all the bells and whistles. Seven seven twenty p. Yeah, seven twenty p. I mean, wild. dude, I, my my mom's. 50 inch uh fujitsu plasma from 2002 that cost twelve thousand dollars was 720p yeah that's crazy yeah that's crazy yeah, it's, ama- it's want, amazing how I far wanna, we want to take the time out to see um some of that will smith uh what is it welcome to earth i think oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that looks pretty cool yeah very good i, I did watch a uh, random but was it unforgivable the new Sandra Bullock. Oh, Sandra Bullock. Netflix. Yeah. oh yeah, how was that? If you guys haven't seen that, that's pretty darn good. Yeah, really? I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I used to like Sandra Bullock back in the day. I still do. Speed. Oh, like Speed. Speed was good. Net. Yeah. I, Net. I, I, from in, in Demolition Man. Like, oh, oh my god. Yeah, I yeah. China you was you touch? Yeah. China like that miscongeniality. <laughs> yeah, he did. Hey, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with miscongeniality. <laughs> oh, the three saying. seashells. The second one's the best. The three seashells. She doesn't know how to use the three seashells. Oh god, love that movie. Yeah, well, good. We, we got our after show. Stick that's around, right. Elon. Cool. If you can. Yeah. 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 Don't don't hit that uh, leave studio button. But uh, yeah, for those of you that do not uh, know about the after show, we do this in a video chat with all of our patrons on Patreon. So if you want to become a patron or if you want to be in the after show, become a patron. Patreon.com slash daily hi-fi. That's where you go and you get a link for the after show. And yes, Chris Wyndham, we are about to... Uh, to <laughs> I just to noticed stop. that. It's like, man, y'all like, still, going? Y'all still yeah, going? Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, um, awesome. <clears throat> Leave while you have a chance. It's a trap. <laughs> 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 hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah. Um, again, thank you guys for hanging out. Uh, those of you that are patrons, we'll see you in just a couple of minutes. For those of you that are not, make sure you become a patron. And don't forget to uh, subscribe to the Daily Hi-Fi YouTube channel as these will, videos will be uh, cut up and uploaded by our man Tim yeah. uh, in bite-sized chunks. And you can ask us uh, your questions down there. And again, we do this every 4 p.m. every Monday, Pacific Standard Time. And we will see you all next week. Later. Bye. Peace. (laughs) Bye.